0: You are now listening to another Spotify ad. Hey, that's right. You can find us on Spotify, Burgers Brats. And here's your host,
1: Braxton Poe
0: and Matt Marks.
1: That's right. We're finally on Spotify, Burgers Brats, all underscore. But we're still Burgers and Brats. And we got guest host with us, Caleb Boydson. And I guess we renewed um, Jacob Clement's contract. He's now on another 10-day contract with us. He's back as well.
2: Happy to be back, y'all.
1: That's good. Caleb, are you are you happy to be back? This is your second episode.
2: I'm just here to straighten out Jacob Clement's hot takes on sports, which can be hotter than most takes, and honestly, sometimes incorrect. So I'm just ready to hear what he has to say today.
1: I don't think it's just sometimes, I think it's most of the times they're incorrect.
2: I
0: do say that he does have the hottest takes in town. Um, and I, he always, and I can't wait to hear what TV show reference you're going to bring in tonight too, because there's always been something. Oh, so. you
2: know
3: I always have one, and I mean as well. He yes. is nothing
2: short of entertainment, that's for sure,
3: folks. A lot of my predictions have come true. No, they have. So haven't. We're, gonna, we're gonna there's keep the hot take that.
0: number one. We're gonna start having a Jacob Clements hot take counter. Like if you're watching TV, <laughs> the number would just keep flashing. I'm just gonna scream out the number all night. <laughs> so one. All right,
1: here we go. <laughs> it's not as hot as Yale over LSU though.
0: Yeah, that's true. It right, was nice hot and it went ice cold real quick. <laughs> All right, what do we got Bo, today, bro? We got a nice
2: defense though. So he's still in the 99th percentile of brackets. So oh, I think 98. I don't know if I'm not 99, I'm but nine, I'll take credit. I'm for I'm 99.
0: You. He's 99. I'm I'm almost as good as Braxton, but Braxton had what 50 brackets? I only had one.
1: But I'm who's right, counting? Maybe one. All right, but we, we, go. we got another sport to go into. Baseball season is back tomorrow.
2: Heck let's, yeah, y'all. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Let's go, baby. Baseball is no longer America's pastime. It's an overrated sport. Okay, so, uh, so we the have- hot
3: take. Okay, so I don't know if y'all have seen Cinema Sins on YouTube, but <laughs> occasionally they do this thing, or like occasionally, like where you like talk- each sin is like before you each, talk- like each what? bad thing is like one sin. There are some times where they just do it at like where they just add ten at one point. I think this is one of those instances. But yes, continue
2: continue? There's yes, a reason the MLB is trying to change the rules of America's favorite pastime to uh, shorten the games because nobody wants to watch them anymore. Okay, well, okay, okay. That's, that's
0: false, saying that no one wants to watch anymore. I do agree that there are some rule changes that have been talked about, that I don't, I, I disagree with. That leagues. I think are stupid. I think it changes the game. I mean, exactly because nobody wants to
2: watch the game. I
0: think that when they added the rule in the minor leagues, where in the extra innings you start a guy at second base to, you know, in each. I, I just think that's dumb. You, again, if you're the pitcher coming out of that, the odds of you giving up a base hit that you may lose. I mean, that increases. You are going into a game with a guy at second base and no outs, and you're trying to get out. That's a tough situation to come into. And they all speed up the game I and am- the, you know, talking about these uh, pitch clock. And all that stuff, I think it's dumb. I disagree. I disagree with that. So, but I disagree with you saying that baseball is not America's pastime anymore and that it is dying. So,
2: there's a reason their ratings are dropping, I and mean, it's not because it's exceeding. Well, I saw campaign.
0: there was one player earlier that said, uh, who, gi- "Who gives a crap that the game is long? I mean, you enjoy the game for the game. I mean, it, you know, speed up basketball. Why do we need four quarters? Make it, make it one, make, make it one <laughs> quarter of twenty minutes and go at it.
3: Okay, I'm sorry. See, that's but- dumb. Just like these rules. Okay, I'm sorry but this is pro baseball. It's play. It's supposed to be played the minute, the way it was supposed to be played. It's not intramural softball. Okay, this is pro baseball and it is a American pastime and tradition. And it should stay as true to the original game as possible.
0: Yeah, and it's just changing everything because now everyone's tired of waiting too long. Well, sorry, don't go to a baseball game if you don't want to.
1: I mean, baseball's still America's pastime, I believe, but I'm not going to sit at home and watch a three and a half hour game. If it's World Series, I will. What like, going to the game, that's that's a lot better. Here. Well, what if it's your Yankees? If it, I'm still not going to watch them. What if it's, not, it's Yankees Red it's Sox? You're going to tell me you're not going to watch that whole game. I will not watch it in full length, but I will watch most of it. But I, if like, I'm at the game, I'm going to enjoy it. Baseball games yeah. are fun to go to. They're not as fun well, to watch. They are fun to
2: go to. I'll give you that. But watching on TV and keeping up with every If it's every postseason, game, that's all yeah. personal preference. That's
0: all yeah. personal preference. Postseason, I will tune in. Yeah, if your team is down by 10 on TV, you're probably not going to watch the whole game Okay, you may flip the channel. You may go back. Maybe they get a couple of runs. Maybe is, they make a you know, comeback.
2: Ten in basketball or football, you would watch it because they can come back. But it's yeah. a lot easier. But that's to come a back. Di- yeah. yeah, it's a different it's it's a whole, whole different game.
0: game. Exactly. You're not Four scoring hundred in baseball. Unless you're in the Yankees this year.
1: Whoa. It, it
3: be okay. Yeah, but you know, I was just gonna say though, like especially like you know, I agree that the game can get dry on TV sometimes, especially if you know your team is down big, like you're saying that. But I mean, there's just something about kicking back watching a baseball game, just having like a nice sweet tea in your hand and just eating some like <laughs> nice burgers <laughs> or Brock. something. Jacob, so you didn't start watching okay. baseball until so you jump on the Houston Astros bandwagon. <laughs> okay, I will deal with you in a moment. And... There's <laughs> no comeback. And you know, there's, just, until there's just something nice. There's just something nice about just kicking back and watching a baseball game. And I think that that's something that people like just aren't in t- as in touch with now and i think that that is why baseball is truly one of the best sports okay I'll, saying, I'll kick back and watch a
1: sunday night baseball game i'll yeah. do that that's fun to watch or like especially like after
3: work on a friday like you go to the game like farm, or on a saturday right yeah so like
0: give me a six pack watch the game and there you go just relax and chill six pack of dr pepper right? of course oh yeah. if
2: there's a football game on and a baseball game on at the same time what are you watching
1: they're not on at the same time. What if they were? Yes, they are. In okay. we well, okay. you can talk about it, yes, not towards the end of the season, towards September, the September end of year. October.
0: I mean, it, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, it, you're you're comparing two different things. I mean, I want to watch both, so I'll probably flip back and forth. I want to know the score of every of what all you, my what favorite what if teams. Lost teams so your I'll remote, watch, what, what you watch? What you watch? This is why we have.
2: You can only pick one channel. Your remote got lost in the couch cushion. Well, this is why we have multicast c- scenario. Yeah. This is why we
0: have multicast. You can watch multiple sports at once. Funny story. I've got two TVs in my room, and I'm already watching both.
2: I know where you live. You don't have two TVs in the room. <laughs>
0: okay, you got me there. But, <laughs> okay. you know, it depends. But let's hey, get back are, on track. Baseball yeah. season kicks off tomorrow, and it's going to be a fun one. Braxton, what, what do we got going All on? All
1: right, I, I know my favorite team is the Yankees. Matt's the Rangers. Clements is the Astros. Boy, uh, you have let,
2: a team? I'll let you guys pick out a team for me this year. Leave us a team in the comments, and I'll you, cheer for them. You
1: can have the Orioles, okay? That just have them. sounds like a... But no, they're, they're
2: spunky. Here they're here, ugly color.
1: They're very young. Here's team. some over under i am I'm gonna
2: randomize an SBY team, so come back.
1: Oh uh, my <laughs> Here's some over under uh, wins for Random next year.
2: MLB team.
1: We got Boston at one oh eight. I'm taking the under at that one. What about you guys?
3: Definitely taking the under. I mean I get that I get that they won one oh eight last season, but at the same time that wasn't a historic season. I think that they still top hundred, but I think it'll be more the one oh three to one oh five range. I think it'll be closer to hundred.
2: My team is the San Diego Padres this year, according to the... So
1: you're going nowhere. All right, <laughs> you, got, you got Manny Machado. Maybe a wild card, but we'll see. We got the Yankees over under 100 games. I'm going over for sure. I'm going to go the under, under, but it'll be very close to 100.
3: I'm going to go over by one game. I think they get 101.
1: And then we got the A's. No Kyler Murray this year, but over under 97. I'm going the under. I'm going way under.
3: I'm going way under, too. Give
2: me 120.
1: 120? All right. Uh, we'll mark that down. All right.
3: So that was... Uh, That's three
1: that hot takes. Set the MLB record on <laughs> there. Right oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Number three. <laughs>
2: I was on... And yeah, then
1: we got it wasn't you. your Astros at 103. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the under.
3: I'll agree with you, Braxton. I'm taking the over, although I think it'd be like 104.
2: I think it's going to be like 34, maybe.
1: Maybe if all their players get injured. Maybe 34. Maybe. You never know? And then we got the Nationals, 82. I'm going the under for sure.
2: Oh yeah. we I mean, had
3: eighty seven last year, I believe. Losing Bryce Harper too, I mean that like that really that's gonna damage them a lot, I think.
0: And at least is going back to where it used to be, it's gonna be a good battle between the Braves and the Phillies. Nationals have their chance and that ship is sailing.
1: Mm-hmm. Then we got World Series odds, Boston, Yankees and Astros are the favorites at six hundred to one. And then we got the Dodgers at seven hundred, and then the Phillies are at eight hundred and fifty to one. But then Matt, we got your Rangers. They're 20,000 to one.
2: Yeah, I mean, great odds. If you were a betting man, I would not bet on the Rangers this year.
1: Hey, just throwing a dollar at it.
2: Yeah, why not, right? See what <laughs> yeah, happens. Nothing to lose. Right? It's only a dollar. <laughs> I'm, excited. I'm
1: excited to see. I have no expectations, so I'm just going to take it game by game and see if they can do something good. Just why watch
0: not? some good baseball? Just watch some good baseball.
1: So who are you guys' prediction? Matt, who's your prediction for the World Series next year? Well, I've mentioned before I think the Yankees will win. I, I don't see Boston repeating. I think the Yankees,
0: have what they've done in the offseason, they really solidified an even. A, a bullpen that was already scary, and it's scarier. They've got some really good depth. Um you know, just added some offensive players, DJ LeMahieu being one from the Rockies. Um, I think this Yankees team uh, will do a really, really good job, and it's a team that if you cannot get to the starting pitcher, um, I mean, they, literally, you have to get to starting pitcher before I say the fourth inning because they have guys that could even come in the fifth and will shut you out the rest of the game. You won't even get a hit. Scary team. So I got go to go the Yankees.
3: I'm still going to go my Astros here um, in the World Series as far as representing the AL. However, you know I do think it's interesting how the Dodgers are so far ahead of any other NL team. I think that the Dodgers definitely will get back in the World Series. So uh, I'm not making any World Series predictions, but I no. think that if the Yankees and the Red Sox face off earlier in the playoffs and then the Astros meet one of those two teams later, then it's a possibility. Um, if the Astros have to go through both of them, I love my Astros, but it could look a little bleak, So, especially with the Yankees. So, I agree with all of Matt's comments on the bullpen. Keep in so. mind, he has been an
2: Astros fan for three years now. Okay,
3: for the record, Caleb, this is me getting back to you. I was an Astros fan when we had back-to-back 100 lost seasons. I was an Astros fan ever Maybe since— Name one of the
2: players on the 100
3: lost team. Name one of the players. Technically, Altuve was on that team at one point, although he did get drafted then. Name another but, one. If if just look, you, he just yeah, named one. He look, he just named one. Look, here's my point. A you're Here, you here's, here's my point. Okay, here's my point. You are bad Ever writer. since I moved from Central Louisiana to Lufkin, Texas, I remember going to Astros games. Not as often as some of my friends, um, mainly because of the drive. But you know, I would still go.
2: And okay, you know, well, was, my my
1: while, World Series prediction: the Yankees <laughs> and the Brewers. I'm going Yankees-Brewers, Yankees and Yankees six.
2: Well, mine, according to random MLBteams.com, is the Tigers versus the Royals. That's not enough. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no. Well, one, that's
0: not physically possible in the World Series. <laughs> they're in yeah. the same division now. Yeah. Well, and two, those Braves are going to be
3: two Cubs. of the really worst teams, I think, <laughs> of that division. Sorry, sorry, Cardinals. sorry, JT. They're
0: still in the same league. Dodgers-Phillies. <laughs> same league. <laughs> the Red Sox-Mariners. Same league. <laughs> Cardinals-Braves. Still same league. Gosh, Dodgers Braves. I think you've got it set to where yeah. they're all still in the same league. A's and Red okay. Sox. Same dang league. The
1: Mets and the race. That's possible. <laughs> That's not
2: happening. Yeah. All right, what's up next? <laughs>
1: all right, we'll move into March Madness now, where my I bracket is 99.8% better than every other bracket out there. Just putting that out there. but I'm I mean, just here whatever. so
3: all
2: teams have fun. I would like to point out that I picked Oregon, Liberty, and Murray State, all three of the twelve seats to win. I believe most people did, but I missed nearly every other game, and I am uh, sitting in the thirtieth percentile and last place in a bracket challenge.
1: <laughs> so the, the upsets That's did pay off for a
2: three few of them. Three of them. That's yeah, kind of yeah, that kinda sad. <laughs> it was it was a very chalky year in the bracket challenge.
0: Well, I will say I'm pretty happy about mine. I've got a fourteen, to six, 14 of the sixteen sweet sixteen teams in. I got all my elite eights. Um, I will say the Thursday night games uh, worry me half to death because I know that my bracket will either continue a really good success. I don't think I've had this success ever in a bracket. So I'm really happy, but or it could really take a nosedive down, and that eh, could really be the end of my season after these next two days.
3: Bye. Yeah, you know, honestly, all of my Final Four teams are still in. That's what I'm looking for at this point. You know, I'm still going Big 12 love here, and I'm still going Texas Tech. Um, however, that mystery game does worry me. That's going to be a fun matchup. Two teams that are both scoring within very close numbers of each other.
1: So speaking of the your bracket not being busted yet, you do ha- first game we'll talk about Florida State, who's in your Final Four. Is that correct, Matt?
2: You yes, have them in yes. your Final Four? Yes, I do. They play
1: Gonzaga first they game. They do. They take on uh, Gonzaga at the I Bulldogs, 32-3 and three on the season. So. Gonzaga's favored by 7.5 right now.
0: Yeah, uh, this is going to be a very tough matchup, especially uh, Hachimura for Gonzaga. I mean, really, this kid can play, and he is a tough, un- he's a tough power forward for them, 19.7 points a game. I mean, Coach Mark Few has done a great job, and they- I've seen people say on TV that this is the best team, or he's even said the best team he's coached. Um, Which makes it scary, and I I am scared. But Florida State dismantled a Murray State team with Ja Moran. I mean, you know, different competition, of course. But, I mean, they really dismantled that whole team. Florida State, I think, can compete, and I think this will be a very, very close game. I'm really hoping it lands on Florida State's favor.
3: Yeah, I'm thinking, honestly, uh, with Florida State, it depends on which Florida State shows up. Um, Florida State, um as we've made a subject in our podcast lately, has been um a point of inconsistency throughout the season. Um if they if it's the same Florida team that showed up against Murray State, then I agree with you, Matt. But if it's the Florida State team that showed up at some points in the season where they've been really low, then it's it it has a potential to be a blowout.
0: I mean the the only the only part of the season that they were low. I mean they were twenty nine and seven. They did have a yeah. streak uh, were beginning they, of the year, they, uh, yeah, close to the beginning of the year, where they went, you know, one and four in a stretch of five games, where they lost to Virginia, uh, they lost to Duke, lost to Pitt, lost to Boston College, but ever since then, uh, they had only lost two more games the rest of the way. Um, they took a, you know a Vermont in the first round of, of the NCAA tournament, beat them by seven, but then they dismantled Murray uh, State by 28. So, I mean, if they do anything like that, I mean, this is oh, going to yeah. be a very tough matchup. They won't be a dismantling Gonzaga. They're going to have to play them basket mm-hmm. for basket um, and play some really good defense. Uh, but Florida State, I believe, can do that, and they've got a rallying cry. I mean, if you if you've seen the stories, uh, one of their players' father passed away um, about a week ago, but after the f- or first round matchup or whatever, and they're kind of rallying to play for him. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's a great story, and that can give a team a lot of motivation. Phil Cofferd is Phil yeah. Coffer, that. yeah. So mm-hmm. um, that's some you know definitely will help rally around him.
1: Yeah, if Hachimura can go off, drop twenty five points, I think it's Gonzaga's game. But they've been there. They they need to win another national title. So I'm going Gonzaga for sure.
2: I don't feel like I should have an opinion on this. I had Syracuse knocking off Gonzaga in the second round. So I'm just gonna hold my opinion on myself. <laughs> Four. One of the
1: hottest takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of the very hot takes right there. But then we got next. We got Purdue versus Tennessee. Tennessee's favored by one and a half. It's gonna be an interesting game. It's in Louisville, Kentucky. So kind of a home court advantage for Tennessee.
2: It is. I have Tennessee in my Final Four, so I got to stick with my Tennessee volunteers here. I think they're gonna volunteer to go to the Final Four, volunteer themselves to, go to the Final Four by winning this game, and then the next game. I've
0: got I've got Purdue winning this game. If you're a Tennessee fan, you got to be thinking, "Wow, we got by Iowa, who we had a 25 point lead on, and then if you remember in their first round matchup playing Colgate, beat them by seven. I think there was one point Colgate." Either had the lead or lead late or tied it or got within just one or two points. I mean, that was Tennessee almost could have lost in the first round. Purdue dismantled Villanova. This Purdue team is good, should be taken seriously. I've got Purdue in my Elite Eight, and that unfortunately that's as far as I have them going. Maybe I'm wrong about that because this team maybe could be a Final Four, you know, but I've got Purdue going in the Elite
1: Eight. I'm still taking Tennessee, um, just what they've proven over the course of the year. And their starters are averaging double figures each game, so I'm figuring they're going to stay hot and then just take down this Purdue team. Purdue's big and tall. They're really slow, though, so we'll see. But I think Tennessee can handle it.
3: Yeah, I actually um, I have a story to go along with this. Um, it's short. Don't worry. Buckle in um, One of my friends in high school, Jared Smith, his dad went to Tennessee. His mom went to Purdue. Um, they've actually gotten a little bit of national news coverage over it. Um, and he actually he grew up a Tennessee fan. Uh, Jarrett, if you're listening, by some small measure, I'm going to go with you. I'm going Tennessee. I'm going good old Rocky Top.
0: There you go. But I do want to make one other point. Watch out for Purdue's Cam Edwards. Dropped 42 against Villanova. See what he can do against the
1: Tennessee Vols. And then ne- next we got Jacob Clements, Texas Tech championship winners that he has versus Michigan. Michigan's favored by two, which... Seems pretty small to me. I think I feel like Michigan can dominate this game. Tech was inconsistent towards the end of the year. End of the year, they've been playing great the last two tournament games. But I think Michigan can, as long as they continue that great defense, they can definitely find a way to win pretty handily.
3: If this is the same Texas Tech team that showed up and dismantled Kansas by 30 in Lubbock, the same Texas Tech team that showed up in the tournament and has so far played an amazing game, um, you know, I get that that's really like a close line. In my opinion, um, I think that's basically just a 50-50 at this point. I'm still going Texas Tech. They're a strong defensive team. I get Michigan was in the championship last year. Um, I get Obviously, it's two seed versus a three seed, but I'm still going Texas Tech. I think they have a scoring advantage, and I think that, in my opinion, they still have a slight defensive
2: advantage. That is correct The slight. Michigan is ranked second overall in total defense, and Texas Tech is ranked first. And with those stats, defense does still win championships to fight what Steph Curry and Klay Thompson may tell you, and i got to go with the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Their defense will carry them to the Final Four. So Final Four. According to my bracket, which is in the <laughs> thirty percentile right now. But my Final Four teams are all still alive, so i got to go with them.
0: You know, it would be really unfortunate if this game came down to some missed free throws at the end. Um, looking at the Texas Tech. Or if somebody calls a timeout and they don't have any. Exactly. That would be the worst. <laughs> That would be... That it's would never be,
2: happened to any of these teams before.
0: That would be really bad. Um, Texas Tech, 72% free throws. Michigan, 69%. <laughs> this is going to be really close back and forth. Shout out uh, Rob Gronkowski. Right? Um, yeah, we talked about him on our last episode. But watch out for Jarrett Culver, the guard from Texas Tech, sophomore, 18, 18.8 points a game. He's going to lead that team to a victory over the Michigan Wolverines.
1: Yeah, I just feel like Texas Tech is just going to come out shooting cold. I, I just have that feeling.
0: Well, just look at that game against Buffalo. I mean, they had a big lead, then Buffalo came back, and it was just this ugly back and forth, no they one making by, shots. They won
2: by twenty. I mean, well, yeah, was in the second do. half,
0: but I mean, the first half didn't. I mean, looked really sloppy going into halftime. I mean, not shots weren't falling. Buffalo stayed in it, but yeah, of course, they pulled away. This game's not going to be anything like that. This game's going to be close the whole way. And you know, if, if Texas Tech gets a ten point lead, expect Michigan to tie it up in
2: the next couple minutes because they'll come right back. Watch it scored into the sixties. Nice defensive battle. Yeah. This game
1: will probably end in the 60s. Virginia versus Oregon. Virginia's fair by 8.5.
2: I might even say 50s. Goodness. Maybe. After watching Virginia's defense, oh my. I didn't know if Oklahoma was going to score 40 last uh, game. That Virginia defense is nothing to mess with, and I think Oregon has had a very lucky draw in the tournament, and they've been able to ride that draw facing Wisconsin and UC Irvine. Uh, I see their run coming to a very abrupt halt. Against Virginia, I have them scoring under fifty points this game. Well, yeah, I mean, I've
0: got I've got Virginia winning the whole thing, so I'm going with Virginia. <laughs> but Oregon, yeah, they played they played they beat Wisconsin, big win for them. They beat UC Irvine, who they let back in the game right to start the second half, um, but handed, took care of them. Um, yeah, I don't give. You can't just say that, you know, Oregon, this is going to be a blowout. I mean, if Virginia plays their way, it will throw Oregon off because Virginia's defense is so tight that they they can really change anybody's, their opponent's offensive tempo, and it becomes their own. And then, I mean, mm-hmm. it just messes with everything. Um, but I, I think this will be close for a while. It may be close kind of the whole game. is like o- Oklahoma stayed with them within kind of 13 and 10 points. I could see the same thing happening. Um, but hopefully Virginia will come out with a very big defensive mind and shut them down because Oregon is the 12th seed, and they are, they've they made it this far, and they want to keep it going and try to get to an Elite Eight, which would be uh, big for this program. So see I, what happens.
3: I agree with you as well, Matt. Um, you know, that Virginia defense is incredibly stifling. Um, you know, we saw that with the Oklahoma game, like we discussed in our last podcast. Like, it was statistically it was a close score, but with the eye test, it seemed like it was so far away. I think that this is going to be similar to that um, Virginia-Oklahoma game. I think it will be low scoring, and I think that Virginia will still go on. Cool.
2: I take there.
1: We'll see what happens. Yeah. Net. Yeah, I got Virginia winning as well. But then we got, this will be a good game, LSU versus Michigan State. I got Michigan State my, no, I've been losing Duke next round, but I I think they can power past this LSU team, but LSU's got a lot to play for. Their player number 44 who passed away earlier this year. That's what inspired their comeback last round. Wade Sims? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I... Both teams are averaging about 80 points a game, so it's going to be close, but I think uh, Michigan State's going to have that experience and get the job done.
3: I have two words to say about this. Go, Takis.
1: All right. Well, that was, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Nice, coach Yeah. Well,
3: thank you.
0: I uh, I've got Michigan State in the championship game playing Virginia, so I, I've got to go with them. LSU had the big lead against Yale, it got close. Had the big lead against Maryland, and it got close. Had to win on a bat late, uh, last second basket. This this Michigan State team is a great three point shooting team. LSU is not a good three point shooting team, so it's gonna. I think. I think it will be close, of course. I don't see this anywhere as a blowout,
1: but Michigan State should pull away in the last last few minutes.
2: Michigan State will pull away in the last four minutes. Yeah.
1: Well, props to this LSU team. They are picked uh, to finish eighth in the SEC this year, win the SEC tournament, so it's been a great run for them.
0: Yeah, they've done a really good job with their coaches in turmoil. They've got so much drama
1: around that team. To make it this far, yeah, props to them. Mm-hmm. Next, we got Charles Barkley's Auburn Tigers versus UNC. UNC is favored by five. This is a such a tough game. I let me tell you this. I've got
0: North Carolina in my final four, but honestly, right. I have loved watching this Auburn team play these last couple these last couple weeks. <clears throat> Taking down Tennessee in the SEC championship, they're on a ten game winning streak right now. This team is hot. And I I compare them in a way to the Warriors. They live and die by the three. And this is a really good three-point shooting team. They dismantled the Kansas Jayhawks. I love watching what Bruce Burrell has got with this team. I wouldn't mind if if Auburn wins this game. I know it would hurt the bracket, but I I love what this Auburn team is doing. And this Auburn team, the way they're shooting, has a chance to make it to the Final Four. North Carolina is going to be extremely tough. But, hey, if they're making all these threes... It's anybody's game.
2: I agree with you, man. It is March Madness for a reason. I have North Carolina in my championship game, but after watching Auburn play the way they did against Auburn, there's and just something with Kansas. This. <laughs> Auburn playing against Kansas. Hey, know. Auburn playing Auburn <laughs> is a tough yeah.
0: opponent. Just splash city, three after three
2: after three. three. But there's something special going on off this team right now, and I have a gut feeling, my gut feeling has got me 30% so far, that they're going to beat North Carolina in this round of 16 who advanced to Elite 8 and you, had a chance.
3: You know, this is a difficult choice for me because I do have UNC in my Elite 8. As does um, everyone else. And <laughs> But here's the thing. This is the same Auburn team that has dismantled Tennessee. We just said that. It also is the same team that basically, you know, obviously they have the power of Charles Barkley with them. Uh, um, I really think... Riding the streak that Auburn is going to do it.
2: So you're copying us.
3: Yeah, I think Auburn. I think Auburn will go. Although I think well, it would be like by North by Carolina. Two.
2: I've got North Carolina. I changed it now. Just now. I've got I mean, North I think Carolina. we've all got we've
3: all got
0: North Carolina in our brackets.
1: Yeah. I no. I actually think North Carolina is going to win this game. Like, yeah. Bye. More than five, like that's not a close game in the March Madness. But I don't know. I think it's going to be extremely tough. And North Carolina, North Carolina should know that it's not a cupcake Auburn team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how will Zion play in this next game, Virginia Tech versus Duke? Duke seven
2: and a half. Well, he doesn't have to face an eight foot giant, so I see him going for thirty plus, ten plus rebounds, I, easily getting to the. Uh, I
1: I see Duke A-A-Tick. winning a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Like
2: they I, had their yeah. scare of the tournament. They're gonna completely Yeah, you don't have Duke. to
1: guard a 7'6 dude in Taco Falls, so I've got them winning this easy. I miss that
2: Taco's not in this. And no. UCF so, so close. I but was, Duke's gonna win big. I was pulling for UCF so hard. I didn't care about my bracket during that game. I wanted to see the upset. I wanted it. Didn't happen, but Duke's easy. Not easy. I mean, Virginia Tech's a good team, but... But you
1: could... Duke may be looking ahead to Michigan State by now. They probably practiced for them all this week.
0: Nah, so, it's Coach K. He wouldn't. Yeah, that. you're not. Look, you're not looking ahead. You're it's, not looking. ahead. I mean, oh, yeah, no. if you're the players. You're like, oh yeah, down the road. Here's who we're going. But you've got a Virginia Tech did beat now. They didn't. Have, yeah, they didn't have Zion, but they did. They did beat Duke before. Sure, completely different scenario, but still, you can't take it lightly. You're in the Sweet mm-hmm. Sixteen. Can't take anybody lightly. they by ten mm-hmm. plus.
3: I I got Duke winning this game. Um... You know, it's sad. I thought Taco is the was the best taco in the world after that UCF game. Um, that includes Taco Bell and Taco Casa. Wow, um, I've never heard that one before. And <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, though, I do have Duke.
2: Unfortunately.
3: Um, stick to your guns, man. I mean, yeah, I kind of, I'm rooting for the upset, but we all know what's going to happen. No, we don't. It's so, Mark
2: Madness. I, it's, it's I wish Duke. I knew, you know. I'd have Duke. a billion dollars right now if I knew it was going to happen. It's, it's probably going to be
3: Duke. You know, Zion's going to put up a lot of points. After hearing um, you
2: talk, I think I'm switching that. to Virginia Tech now. Okay. Now, well, this is getting very wild.
1: What's up next? <laughs> we got Clement's other championship team, Houston. Um,
2: okay. <laughs> For the oh.
3: record, I have Houston in my Final Four. I don't have him in my championship. For the record, game. if they
2: win this year, he will be the biggest Houston fan alive. <laughs> but they, they play Kentucky, who's a two and a half
1: point favorite. Kentucky's been there. They always seem to lose, though, in this area in the March Madness every year, even though we know they should win. So we'll see what happens versus Houston, who's really hot right now.
3: I think Houston, um, even though, obviously, like their conference, is a little bit weaker than the Power Five. You know, you don't get to 30 wins by doing nothing. Um, Kelvin Sampson as well, great coach. Um, This is a Houston team that really has put together a nice run. It's only a two and a half points uh, Vegas odds for Kentucky, um, and it's March Madness. Anything can happen. I'm still going to ride Houston to get to the Final Four on this one.
0: Houston, you had a good run, but you got a problem, and his name is John Calipari, and here come the Kentucky Wildcats. They're winning the game.
2: I hate that I've been agreeing with Jacob Clements this whole time, but my bracket does have Houston beating Kentucky, because this is Kentucky's game to lose. They do it Every year, it feels like Houston will win this game behind their 30 um, regular season wins, and they will carry on and make the lead eight, or they will face North Carolina. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm saying Kentucky ends Houston's historic run this year, but gotta go, Coach Calipari. Um, so, so that's our that's our preview for this upcoming week for March Madness. We'll be back over the weekend to talk the games, look toward the Final Four. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. But now we got on this day in history. Clement, you want to start?
3: Yeah, totally. I'll actually start off here. Um, we uh, so wild sixties, right? In 1964, the largest earthquake in American history, measuring a 9.2 on the Richter scale, slammed southern Alaska.
2: So and interesting. So, Tell me more about it, please. I well, would
1: not want to be near a 9.2 earthquake, though. It I, is, I wouldn't want to mess with that.
3: It is obviously the strongest earthquake in American history, and it's one of the strongest that's ever been recorded. And so that was a huge event causing geologic destruction, but it's geologically significant, and I'm going with that. But thank
1: goodness that was in Alaska where no one lives. Good thing it wasn't in New York City. Crickets, what?
0: man. Wow. It just yeah. got silent. Sorry. This was another Spotify ad, apparently, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Clem and Matt, you gonna go next? Well, okay, so I don't have something on on this day like a cool fact. Well, I mean it is a cool fact. It is a national Okay, maybe not national. It's a holiday. So I want you guys to guess what kind of holiday would be happening on this day. Do we is, have a hint? Oh yeah, you want a hint. Okay, I will say corndog. National Corn Dog Corn
2: Dog Day, Day. Sonics Corn Dog Day. No, it is though. Today is 50 Cent Corn Dog Day. Well, that's that's fantastic. (laughs) That's not what. That's not what the answer to this is. Nebraska's Day of Heritage, the Corn. (laughs) Gosh, you're going
0: south. (laughs) The corn Uh, dog
1: was invented.
0: No. Okay. So first word. First word. (laughs) First word. Corn dog. Oh, wait, not first word Corn was invented. the Swift's <laughs> birthday. Corn dog, and then something in the woods that oh, you might
2: find. Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay, <laughs> are,
3: we just, are we just quoting random things off the Disney, Disney, Disney Channel now? <laughs> is this is this what <laughs> Disney Channel. Hi, Selena Gomez.
0: So I'm giving i giving you corn dog and things you might find the Texas in the State woods. Fair. <laughs> in the woods, what the heck? Come uh, man. like um,
1: the seven dwarves. Gosh, now,
0: what if you're going to walk in the woods? What might you see? <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood, dirt. <laughs> what might you see? What might you pick up? A
2: snake. <laughs> you pick up a, snake. a flower, Moses did yeah. turn into a stick for him. Uh,
0: that, yes, but what would I pick up? What would you pick up? Flowers, and mm. you'd throw it
2: a dart, a rock. A football. No. You find a football in the woods. What do you pick up in the woods? Fire sticks. Firewood.
1: Yes. Firewood.
0: Okay. No, but fire he said it sticks. It is something on a stick day.
1: National Corn Dog Day.
0: That's not it. But it, it is something on a stick day, and they say that on this, whoever wrote this on this article says that hot dogs are popular on a stick at campfires. Bam. Okay. burgers and brats okay, there you go okay it? well wait, hot so dogs what? are popular on a stick at campfires it's something on a stick so if it's a corn marshmallow. dog it's on a stick a marshmallow on a stick it is something on a stick day what do you put on a stick national put something on a stick day that is right <laughs> correct really um, let's celebrate it is put something is it, on a stick day Hey, Damn. that's a good one yeah Fake thank news. you <laughs>
3: and
0: uh the origin of it they could not find the creator of it so <laughs> someone just probably put that on the internet and probably because he didn't be want to be
3: associated with it <laughs> so there you go my, enjoy my your something s- on a stick s- day.
0: eat a popsicle eat a corn dog eat something
3: oh also those pancakes on a stick that they have at target those things go. are good so you might be the, 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 the only one that out. knows that Hey, those things are quick and easy for a good breakfast. All right. Nutritional
0: <laughs> <laughs> advice from Jacob Clements. More life advice here. All right. The more my, you
3: know. My, mine's
1: fine. a little sad. It's about the greatest athlete of all time, Jim Thorpe. He died on this day, at age sixty-five. He was born in, born in Prague, Oklahoma. He's of Native American and European descent and is considered one of the, the most versatile athletes of the twenty-first or the twentieth century. He won gold at the nineteen twelve Olympics. For the pentathlon and decathlon, and he went on to play baseball for the then New York Giants, and played football and basketball. I mean, I maybe it's good an athlete, but we'll see. I may win gold medal at the Olympics. Maybe.
0: Wow, I've seen all your highlights. I'm pretty good. (laughs) You are pretty good. Olympic bound.
1: You are pretty good. I better get your autograph right now. Twenty twenty Olympics. You'll see me. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll get you tickets. Thanks. Uh, are you better? Not Clemenson.
2: That's so. nah, all right. <laughs> In <don't know laughs> nineteen ninety-eight, FDA approved Viagra. Oh no. You <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> let's let's calm the train okay. down. I have no um, idea. Just, we're gonna just, moving on to who move would on you before share this gets anywhere? Okay, Our yeah. uh,
1: final segment. Who would you share a burger and brought with? yeah oh, <laughs> moving on from that but um i'll, I'll I just, start i'll start us off all right braxton so if you want healthy plants some people say you should talk to them and if you want to make delicious cheese try playing hip-hop music oh yeah you heard that that's the finding of a recent experiment by researchers in switzerland who set out to determine how sound waves might affect the microorganisms that give cheese its flavor So the experiment titled Cheese and Surround Sound started last fall with nine 22-pound wheels of Emmental Cheese I've never tried that cheese Placed in nine separate wooden crates Each assorted fromage was played one of various types of sound waves and songs Including Mozart's The Magic Flute, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, and Jazz From hip-hop legend A Tribe Called Quest So there's a lot There was also one control cheese wheel that wasn't given any music at all this is a weird story the cheese were exposed to music 24 hours a day over six months through a transmitter that focused the sound waves into the cheese wheels when the cheeses had been produced the milk came from the same farmers and was processed in the same vat so that the wheels would be identical as possible so once the cheese matured they were analyzed by professional food technologists who concluded the cheese wheels exposed to the music had milder flavor compared with the control cheese. The group also determined the cheese that was played in hip hop had a discernibly stronger smell and stronger fruitier taste than the other test samples. So
2: That sounds uh, like my history class, I kinda snoozed off a little bit there, not gonna lie.
1: Just play hip hop music to your cheese, it will taste a lot better.
3: (laughs) I wonder if it will works in queso.
1: I mean cheese is queso, so yeah.
2: Long story short, play music to cheese. Ripens it up. Eat with the chips, you're good to go. Now, fruitier, now we're now. Trying
1: to go to the Mont. That sounds good.
2: Okay. Yeah. down But you know what? We have a short break I to sponsor the Mont, home of the swirl. And other food that you can eat. Host your birthday party there at the Mont. You and know that was just wild.
3: Yeah, you know, I was gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little bit more
2: uh non cheese fruit today. What
1: what song would you play to your cheese to make it sound better?
3: I'd probably try and play some country. it's
2: a bitsy yellow dinny, a polka bikini that she wore for the first time today. It had the word yellow in it. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what
0: about the the Beatles, you know, yellow submarine? It was yellow Submarine. Yeah. I fish
2: yeah. for friends who do stuff together. You wish for you and me. Placing any tree. on me. Time it all down here in the deep, deep, deep blue sea with, with my cheeks. cheeks. I don't know. That's
0: <laughs> the
3: lyrics. I don't
2: know. Yeah. Okay. You. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. Um, moving on. I can tell
0: you, we have not been drinking tonight. So, this is strange. Uh,
3: moving on from that. Okay,
0: what do you got? What's your burger and brat Jake?
3: I'm going to share my burger and brat with the MLB the because ah, it's finally. With all of them? Yes, with all of them. We're going to have a huge cookout here because I'm excited that baseball season is back. I'm ready to begin America's pastime and I am ready to. Kick back and relax and think of warm summer memories. Oh, Don't yeah. you have to get through finals first? Okay, yeah, that's that's coming up, but I'm not thinking about that right now. You probably so. should.
1: Yeah, you might want to start. You know, <laughs> while we're at
3: it, I'll throw in a burger and brought from my professors. So my curve years Brian Yeah, bright and
0: like yeah well my burger and brat was exactly that it was just baseball <laughs> season's back so you know what I'm gonna just eat a lot and watch baseball Matt yeah.
2: we're co-hosting a cookout
3: together now
0: apparently
2: we it's yeah. awesome well, my burger and brat, not your average Joe, Jalen Hurts was introduced to you's media today I love to sit down have Jalen Clements cook us his famous burgers and brats and just get to know him Wish him luck on an outstanding national cha- championship and Heisman winning campaign this year. Wow. Hey,
1: that's, a, that's a, a. Hey, four? Five? Five? That's number five that's hot bold, take. I wouldn't
2: even call that one a hot take. I mean, he's a Lincoln Riley, one back to back Heisman's. Heisman Yorks, right? Heisman Yorks. Our defense has much improved this year. Well, uh, we don't know uh, that yet. Yeah, we don't know about that, that, yet. Yet. Watching, not seen watching, that yet. Watching watching, watching Alex Gretchen's, uh practice, you can just tell. Well, know, can, there's a different feeling. There's maybe different if they practice tackling. Yeah. There's a different vibe. Well, Mike Stoops is gone. He's with Alabama now, so that means Alabama's defense is going to go downhill to the top. <laughs> Goodbye, Mike. We do not miss you at all. All right, there's
1: our burgers and brats. Thanks, Jacob and Caleb, for joining us today. From Matt and I, thanks for listening and take care. Find us on Spotify now at burgersbrats, all underscore, and then we're still on SoundCloud at burgers and burgersandbrats. Good luck in March Madness.